Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday, and of course. Well, here's what we at this hour. We have the January 6th stuff. We're just going to do a little recap on a couple things. Just drive every, drive everything home for us. Going to do some emails. Is The Rock really going to run for president? A new FBI whistleblower? Much, much more. But you know what time it is. Every single Monday at this time, we do Medal of Honor Monday. We take a Medal of Honor citation and we read it. These heroes deserve to be remembered. Their deeds deserve to be remembered. We talk about the social shame system so much, but part of the social shame system isn't just what you shame, it's what you celebrate. These people should be celebrated, talked about. Most Americans don't even know their names, have never heard these stories at all. They know all about Cardi B and her thoughts on New York taxes, but 
They don't know about Medal of Honor recipients. And we take email suggestions. Remember, you can email me, love, hate, death threats, ask Dr. Jesse questions for tomorrow because Tuesday's our last day this week. This one said, uh, in Medal of Honor citation suggestions, this one said, Shogun, I was reading about the life of the world's tallest man, Robert Wadlow. He came from Alton, Missouri. Another man who came from there was Lieutenant Commander Edward Henry O'Hare, whom O'Hare Airport is named for. He was the first American naval airman to receive the Medal of Honor and America's uh, first Navy flying ace. If you could read his Medal of Honor citation, that would be great. He said, listen, thank you. And so, U.S. Navy, without further ado, let's read the Medal of Honor citation for a Butch. Only his name was Edward Henry O'Hare. Butch O'Hare. Ready? Aim. Honoring those who went above and beyond. It's Medal of Honor Monday. For conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity in aerial combat at grave risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty, as section leader and pilot of Fighting Squadron 3 on the 20th of February 1942, having lost the assistance of his teammates, Lieutenant O'Hare interposed his plane between his ship and an advancing enemy formation of nine attacking twin-engined heavy bombers. Without hesitation, alone, and unaided, he repeatedly attacked this enemy formation at close range in the face of intense combined machine gun and cannon fire. Despite his concentrated opposition, Lieutenant O'Hare, by his gallant and courageous action, his extremely skillful marksmanship in making the most of every shot of his limited amount of ammunition, shot down five enemy bombers and severely damaged a sixth before they reached the bomb release point. As a result of his gallant action, one of the most daring, if not the most daring, single action in the history of combat aviation, he undoubtedly saved his carrier from serious damage. And it should note, and I'll elaborate on just a couple of these things here in just a moment, he later on died in a night attack uh, a year later, a little more than a year later, actually about a year and a half later, November 1943, he was shot down, plane splashed down in the ocean, and he died. And I'd say the man deserves taps, wouldn't you? couple things we're not going to do a, a long history story tonight i have too many other things i want to get to and it's a short week anyway um, so i'm not going to do a long one but i just wanted to m- remind you of a couple things if you get into world war ii at all and specifically 
the Pacific portion of it, or you don't even have to get into it. If, if it's something you pay attention, attention to, always remember this. Remember, when did Pearl Harbor happen? Everyone can remember that because everyone remembers FDR's speech, December 7th, 1941. Okay, so that's the end of 1941. End of 1941, right? Remember this. In the Pacific portion of the war, the Japanese were kicking our rear ends for at least the first six months of this war. At least the first six. 19, here's what you need to remember. 1942 in the Pacific was a bad year, all right? We weren't in 1941. That was the end. 1942 was a bad year. By the time that year had ended, things had really started to shift around. Japan was running out of stuff. We had unlimited stuff. We had better training. Our stuff was getting better, and we were turning things around. They pretty much slowly but surely did nothing but lose. The Japanese did after 1942 but 1942 was a rough year and in the beginning remember this took place in february of 1942 that's the beginning of the year in the beginning we were overmatched almost everywhere we were overmatched in the air as well their pilots had more experience the japanese zero that was their fighter the zero in the beginning of the war it was better than our planes. By the end of the war, we had developed better planes, and we had developed much better pilots. We had more pilots. So by the end, that was not the case. But in the beginning, we were losing. And the reason I wanted to bring this up was in situations like this. Okay, the guy goes up. These bombers are coming for his ship. These are bombers. They're dropping big, you know, 250-pound bombs on your ship. One of those goes into the magazine, goes somewhere where it shouldn't go on the ship. Remember, the magazine is where they keep all the the powder and things like that, ship gone. One of those can sink a ship if it lands in the right place. This guy, when we picture things like this, because we have the benefit of 2020 hindsight, yes, we obviously admire the bravery, and wow, he's fighting this thing alone, but we think, well, yeah, well, we're still America, and we were still more powerful than everyone else, and that, like it's, it's kind of something that gets built into the story, right? No, at this point in time, we were not the superior military. We were not superior flyers. We were not superior in the Navy. We would get there quickly, don't get me wrong. But at this point in time, this guy's taking on nine bombers. And probably, if his mind even kind of thought like that, probably knew there was a good chance he was about to die. One of the best parts of this story that you don't get, actually, is when he's done with all this, uh, well, you should know during this fight, he actually had to pull off of the bombers. Why? Because the anti-aircraft fire shot up from the Americans was getting too close to him, and he had to bail. He was about to get shot down by our own troops. So he flies down to the Lexington, a big aircraft carrier. He's flying down. His landing gear is down. He's flying down to land. Now, have you ever seen... Any detailed pictures of anti-aircraft gun turrets in World War II? If you have, if you've seen enough of them, here's what you may recognize. There are stencils, like diagrams, of airplanes on the sidewalls of the turret. Hey, this plane looks like this, this plane looks like that. Why? It's really important 
for anti-aircraft gunners to understand what is an enemy plane and what is a friendly plane. And when you have a 19-year-old adrenaline's pumping, look, it's an 89-year-old adrenaline's pumping, you're scared, it's crazy, you may not identify it. He got shot at by our own people on the way in, and they still, I don't know that they ever figured this out. He only had one bullet hole in his plane, and they think it was from us, but we know this part happened. He lands his plane on the carrier after the Lexington had just shot at him, and he calmly goes up to the anti-aircraft gunner who had shot at him and says this. this is a direct quote. Son, if you don't stop shooting at me when I got my wheels down, I'm going to have to report you to the gunnery officer. <laughs> what a boss. Just what a total boss. And I don't want to end this on a sad note. I I, re- I really do not because it's a really cool story. And just those guys are so awesome. But it is sad that we lose so many men in war, isn't it? It is sad that that guy ended up dying year, year and a half later. What would he have been, right? kind of a family uh, leader in his community businessman I, I, who knows who, who knows what he'd have been but I know one thing the nation is better off with guys like that in it so salute to you butch pretty freaking cool story all right now what is not a cool story is this January 6th thing and it's time to dig into something that I'm not sure we've really fully unpacked yet but it may take me a few let's dig into that before we do that let's dig into Human trafficking, child trafficking to be specific. Did you know that kids, American kids, every day, the numbers are not going down. The numbers are going up. Because of social media, American kids are being trafficked. And don't dismiss this. Well, it's probably just those kind of kids or just those kind of, this knows no socioeconomic background, no religion, no race. Kids are falling prey to this. The Acervo Project is fighting back, rescuing these children and making sure the scumbags go to prison. When you give your $14 a month to a Servo Project, that's where it's going to. Rescuing kids, arresting bad guys. A-S-S-E-R-V-O. Theacervoproject.org. 14 bucks a month. Go now. Missed out? Catch up. JesseKellyShow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. I hope you have a smile on your face. It's Thanksgiving week after all. I hope you know you can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. You can leave a review on iTunes when you download the podcast. iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart Radio app is free. They podcast the whole show. All right, now let's approach this January 6th tapes thing from a slightly different angle here. Let's just walk through something and what it means. And this is probably going to be a lot to take in. But before we get to emails and making fun of The Rock for pretending he's going to run for president and things like that, let's do this. Let's begin at the beginning. Okay, so January 6th happens. And you've known a lot of this stuff from the beginning because you listen to this show. But let's just cover it. We now have visual confirmation of many things. There are things that we know. Again, this is not an opinion of mine or yours. Doesn't matter what anyone thinks of it. We know certain things. We know, no. We know there were so many 
paid FBI informants in the crowd in January 6th that the FBI had to perform an audit because they lost track of how many there were. Okay. So we know that. Okay. We know that there is a man by the name of Ray Epps on videotape who has done things on videotape for which others have been arrested and charged with felonies and thrown in prison. He is on videotape verbalizing, we have to go to the Capitol, we have to go in the Capitol. I've played this for you many times, you don't need to hear it again. And we also know that that human being didn't get busted. After two or three years of pressure, they ended up trying to give him a little slap on the wrist to try to make it all go away. Everyone else got busted, but he didn't. Okay, so we know paid FBI informants. We know we've seen Ray Epps on tape. We now know because you've watched them. I've already seen a few of these, but because you've watched them, we now know. Again, this is not my opinion. We know cops were opening up doors for people to allow them in, patting them on the back on the way in, shaking their hands on the way in. We know that. Not my opinion, not yours. We know that. We also know this. The National Guard was requested and refused. Why in the world would you refuse National Guard? Refused by Grandma Vodka, Nancy Pelosi, Democrats. Okay, so this is a lot to know so far. Are you taking all this in? Okay, we know this. Again, not my opinion. We know. We also know what we had already been told over and over and over again, but now we have visual evidence of it. We know that the police were acting antagonistically. I don't even know if that's actually a word because I didn't go to college, but when you're standing away from the crowd, firing rubber bullets, gas, pepper balls into the crowd, you're not trying to calm them down. You're trying to ramp them up. You start doing those things, firing those things when the crowd is creating an imminent danger to you, your property, your people. You don't stand 50 feet away from the crowd and chuck tear gas containers into it. You don't do that unless you're trying to get a rise out of them. Okay. So, so we know that. All right. So now let's take that in and let's examine what happened post January 6th. Just a little rewind here. January 6th happened and immediately we began to hear the drumbeat of domestic terrorists, domestic terrorists, domestic terrorism, domestic terrorists, worst things since 9-11, worst things since Pearl Harbor, worst things since 9-11, over and over and over again, not just from Democrats, from Republicans, from law enforcement organizations, from the FBI to the overarching branch, the DHS. Here was Christopher Ray back in 2021 talking about that it. attack, that siege, was criminal behavior, yeah. plain and simple, and it's behavior that we, the FBI, view as domestic terrorism. It's got no place in our democracy, and tolerating it would make a mockery of our nation's rule of law. Okay. So you've heard it. I don't have to play for you all the mo montages. Nazi, white supremacist, domestic terrorist, domestic terrorist, white supremacist, Nazi. What You've heard it all a million times. Because of January 6th, the federal government 
took all the tools it had used against radical Islamic Jihad and instead changed the mission of America's law enforcement agencies and America's court system to aim all of those weapons at the, quote, domestic terrorists or potential domestic terrorists who either took part in January 6th or share the same politics as the people who did. Why would you track down 1,200 people with the, and you publicly announce your intention to arrest 1,000 more? Well, you used January 6th to classify all of your political opponents as either domestic terrorists or potential ones, and you did that to justify sending the FBI to the home of more people than I can possibly count. Now, okay, we know all that, right? And we know how upset the communists are with these tapes being released. Beyond the, the partisan nature of it, it's truly a security risk what they're doing. Okay, that's a stupid excuse. That was Jamie Raskin. Everyone can look at all the images of those buildings and video. It's all like it's all available for for the public on an internet search. You can go look at any of that. Okay, but have you fully digested what's what exactly all this means? We'll talk about it in a moment. If you haven't fully digested it yet, it might be that your mind isn't working as fast as it should. Maybe your mind is a little foggy. Maybe you don't have the same focus you used to have when you were younger. Maybe that's because your T-levels are low. You understand that testosterone, it does so much more than help men make babies. Testosterone, it's where you get your energy. It's where you get your focus. It's where you get your mood. Are you down a lot? Depressed? Lethargic? I need another cup of coffee. Have you got your T-levels checked? Have you started your male vitality stack from chalk? Female vitality stack for the ladies? I can't testify to that one. All I can tell you is the male vitality stack. My gosh, is that thing freaking awesome. Black Friday sale going on right now. CHOQ.com, promo code JESSE, Black Friday sale. Please take advantage of it before it's gone. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, day. Day. that's we the didn't problem. Realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. Were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs. Yeah. And didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. I'm going to start churning through the emails. I promise I haven't got to any yet. I just wanted to finish up this thought here. Just If you're just now joining me, we were just kind of walking through the timeline on all the January 6th stuff. The cops let them in. The cops patted them on the back. The cops shook their hands. We know there were FBI informants in the crowd. We know there were people instigating things who were never arrested and tracked down. But they used January 6th to then classify you, any opposition to them, anyone mad about the election, anyone challenging them, domestic terrorists, domestic terrorists, potential domestic terrorists. Right about this time, the FBI started churning out memo after memo after memo, training memos, how to spot a domestic terrorist. Oh, look at that guy with the Betsy Ross flag. But now that we know the timeline, all these people arrested, all those lives destroyed, four people committed suicide. Let's rewind to the beginning. Did the federal government participate in January 6th? And look, look, the video is undeniable at this point. Either they caused it intentionally or they really, really stood by to the level you have to acknowledge they wanted it to happen. Oh, there is another little tidbit people don't know. But yeah, we'll get to that in a second, Chris. But there is one more little tidbit most people do not know. 
You remember the pipe bombs, right? In case you don't, there was a masked individual on the day of January 6th who allegedly left a pipe bomb at both the DNC and RNC. Now, you know about your phone, right? You understand that right now, as we speak, as we speak, your phone is putting out information about your whereabouts. If your phone wants to listen to you, it can, but it's putting information out about your whereabouts. If I get up right now, if I stop the show, pause, Chris, hang on, I have to go pee-pee, and I put my phone in my pocket, and I get up and I walk down the hall to go pee-pee, the, the, whoever has access to my cell phone data will not only know that I did that, they can go back and look after the fact. They don't have to be tracking me live they can go look a month later. Wow, Jesse went pee-pee at 5.15, whatever. On They would know. They would know how fast I walked. They would know. I w- That's the level of geo-targeting information your phone puts out. Yes, it's creepy. There's no question about it. But did you know that they have run into some problems trying to track down the cell phone information of the person who left the pipe bombs at the RNC and DNC. And in fact, did you know that American journalists have filed official requests for that information from large companies who, who would normally have that information and that all the, those large companies have responded that something is wrong with the data, we're not able to release it to you, the data is messed up? Who do you think possesses the ability to destroy the geolocation data of your cell phone? What entity do you believe possesses that technology? So, let's ask again. Either the federal government did January 6th on purpose, or best case scenario is They allowed it to happen to the level we have to assume they wanted it to happen and then used January 6th to send the Cheka after you. I just, I thought it would be really important to put a little bow on that. Oh yeah, Chris, go ahead and play that part from Clay Higgins. You can let the whole thing play. It's a little long. Asking Christopher Ray about the bus loads of FBI agents who showed up before anyone else that day. You know what a ghost vehicle is? Director, director of the FBI certainly should. You know what a ghost bus is? A ghost bus? Ghost bus. I'm not sure I've used that term before. Okay. Well, it's pretty common in, in law enforcement. It's a, it's a vehicle that's that's used for secret purposes. It's painted over. These two buses in the middle here. They were the first to arrive at Union Station on January 6th, 0500. I have all this evidence. I'm showing you a tip of this iceberg. Mr. Chairman. These two buses Mr. Chairman. painted completely white. Point of pa- order. Pause for a second. Pause for a second. Because I'm actually going to let this keep going, Chris. But pause for a second there. Listen to this representative. He's not only describing what took place on January 6th. He has photographs. Here's the evidence. Now listen, as Republicans and Democrats scramble almost in a panic to stop this gentleman from asking a very legitimate question 
um, the director of the FBI. Mr. Director, can you please explain why busloads of FBI agents were the first ones on the scene? Point of order. Sure. Just run over the time. I understand, but you'll recall that Ms. Jackson Lee's been allowed to go two minutes before. I've been very fair in letting people finish their questioning throughout my tenure as chairman, and I'll continue to be fair on that regard. But I will make a note to the members, if you could stay as close within your time as possible, we have a lot of people that want to ask these gentlemen questions. But uh, your your point, I've been very fair in this, Mr. Ivey, with everybody on this side of the aisle just as much. I don't think I accuse you of being unfair, Mr. Chairman. You're you're making a point. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I now recognize, now recognize Mr. May Gray. I close this, this statement, uh, Mr. Mr. No, I, I, think, I think your time is expired, Mr. I note that, that other members across the aisle have been, been granted time, and I object well, to my, to my pause, question. Pause, being, pause, being pause, pause. Just, I'll, I'll let him continue. But did you hear what just happened there? The chairman, the Republican chairman, jumps in supposedly in defense of the guy who wanted more time for his question, and then when the guy starts to ask his question, the chairman then looks at him and says, oh, man, sorry, I guess your time is up after he just filibustered the rest of the guy's time. Why are so many people in both parties so invested in continuing the lie? Why has Mitch McConnell in the United States Senate and his friends, why has he been Maybe the biggest cheerleader for all of the January 6th stuff. Did the federal government intentionally create an incident that would give it the excuse it wanted to go after enemies of Democrats? Every bit of evidence is out there pointing to yes. Wrap your mind around that. Wrap your mind around what that means. Now do you understand why I tell you you can't just move to a red red state. Your governor, your state attorney general, they must begin to see themselves as your defender, the person who defends you against the federal government. Your county sheriff. Have you spoken to your county sheriff? I got a text message uh, two nights ago. Well, I'm not going to read it. Uh, somebody who wants to be my county sheriff is having an event about two miles from my home uh, in a couple weeks. Don't worry, Chris. I'm going to let you know. Oh, I'll be there. Why? Talk to my wife about it. We were, we were talking. Oh, we, I don't really want to go that time of night. And I told her, I said, baby, this is our county county sheriff. We have some questions we need to ask. Is your county sheriff willing to stand in between you and a government that has declared war on you? Is he willing to deputize citizens in his county? You know they can do that, right? You know that the FBI can't do anything to you without the county sheriff's permission. You know that, right? It's time to start thinking ahead. Start thinking as if you live underneath the government that intentionally created a false flag incident so they could have you arrested and intimidated it's a lot right all right we're gonna get to some emails then we'll make fun of the rock let's get to something else well i want you to listen to george soros's son alex soros what we saw was a and see is a you know is a criminal justice system that's you know that's not that's not working that's leaving a large segment of the society of society behind 
Um, and I think until we address it, uh, you know, we're going to keep facing this issue. Criminal justice system isn't working for people like Alex Soros or his father, George Soros, or any other communist because the communist wants violent criminals on the streets so they can rape and murder people. This destabilizes a society and in the end gives them more money and power. That's why you need to carry a hero gun or a hero arrow on you at all times because violent criminals are being intentionally turned loose on innocent people here in the United States of America at all times at home walking your dog i don't know i guess you can maybe leave it out of the shower if you're feeling brave you don't need a concealed carry permit it's non-lethal hero2020.com code jesse gets you a special discount but go and go now hero2020.com code jesse get the cure for rhinos Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. All right, we're going to dig into some things. See, we'll make fun of The Rock next hour and talk about Biden's job approval and Janet Yellen and some other things. But, man, I'm way behind on the emails. I promised I was going to do an email roundup today and tomorrow, Chris. But what, Chris? You don't even know what I'm going to say. We ran into some roadblocks and I haven't been able to get to any of these today, but now it's time. I'm super but focused. My focus is just stay focused. Oh, did you hear Joe Biden being really honest there for a second? And by the way, I like kids better than people. We know, Joe. We read Ashley Biden's diary. Dear Dr. Jesse, please share with us why you want to leave Texas and the different states you're thinking of moving to. Thank you so much. Um, says I can't say her name. Her name is Michelle. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I would classify it as wanting to leave Texas. I don't know that I would say it that way. Uh, I love the mountains. I do. I remember we moved to Bozeman. We moved from Ohio to Bozeman, Montana when I was 10 years old and I grew up in the mountains. I grew up camping, hunting, fishing, outdoors, skiing, hiking. It is just, that's just what we did out there. And where I look, I love Texas. I moved to Texas on purpose just because I love the people so much and I love the food so much. I will tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound like a mean old man. This is, I'm going to sound like a crotchety old man. I know I am. It's really ugly here. Like, it's shockingly ugly here. Don't get mad at me, Chris. Don't get mad at me. It, it really is. If you go anywhere else, you can go to Chris. I've been to West. Let's let's slow down on the West Texas thing. Yes, yeah, Chris. It's, let's slow down on that. You can go to the Blue Ridge Mountains, the beach of Florida, anywhere in California. Really, anywhere in California. Have you been to upstate New York? Have you just? It's really really ugly here in the Houston area. I'm talking about the Houston area where I live. It's really ugly. It's a bit of a swamp. It's really nasty here. There are chemical plants all over the place, and I don't mind plants. I'm Mr. Plant. I want more power plants and coal plants, but they're always burning down down here. Every day you wake up, there's a new air quality alert wording, and I just, it's getting less safe because Houston's such a dump, and now all the crimes starting to sprawl out to the normal areas. The animals are starting to pay a visit to us, and... We're not going anywhere for a while, don't get me wrong, but every time we go to the mountains, we take a visit somewhere, visit family or something like that, we dream about the mountains. 
I don't know where that's going to be. I don't know where financially we're going to be whenever we can finally do it when the kids graduate and whatnot. I don't know whether that'll be the Smokies. I love the Smokies. I love you, Tennessee. I don't know whether that'll be the Rockies, which it, I would have said Colorado 10 years ago, but now Colorado is turned into California, so it can't be that. So Idaho, Wyoming, Montana, again, I, I don't know. Utah, I love Utah, love Utah. We just did Salt Lake for the book tour. And the people, the everything, it's just freaking beautiful. I love it. Anyway, I, I don't know. So I don't know. Somewhere. All right, we're continuing on. Emails, I'm going to try to be better. Hey, Jesse, now that DeSantis is starting to attack Trump over his failures as president, Trump's army and the media and on Twitter are relentlessly attacking any DeSantis backer, you have always stated you never criticize an opponent's supporters. They're breaking the golden rule. How, the, so on and so forth. Okay. Listen, I'm not going to insult you or anybody really that gets involved in this. I am just going to repeat for the thousandth time. I like that you are passionate about a primary. Primaries are important. Whoever your guy is, Trump, DeSantis, I don't care. I'm glad that you're passionate about a primary. I have explained who I'm voting for. I've explained why. As long as you have a good reason for who you're voting for, good for you. I will just, I would just like to emphasize this. You know what? You ever get in a fight with your wife, girlfriend, husband, boyfriend? Especially when you're younger, but even when you're older, if it's a bad one, it's a big fight in the moment. It feels like the most important battle on earth, doesn't it? Doesn't it? And then, like the next day or an hour later, you look back and think, that wasn't that important, and gosh, I probably turned the heat up a little too far. Shouldn't really have called her mother a stupid drunk, now should I? I know you've experienced this. We all have. Everyone has. All right? This primary, this whole Trump-DeSantis primary thing, I know it doesn't feel like it now. It's going to be over in a matter of months. What is it? Five, six months, four, five, six months, and this thing's over. It'll be gone. It'll be over. Either Trump's going to win or DeSantis is going to win it. Once it's over, all these people, if you're a DeSantis supporter and you're mad at the Trump supporters or you're a Trump supporter and you're mad at the DeSantis supporter, all these people who you've developed a hatred for, they're going to go back to being your allies because they want what you want. You can hate either one of the candidates all you want. I don't give a crap. Pour all the animosity on Trump or DeSantis you want. I don't care. They're politicians. I don't give a crap about them, either of them. They're all rental cars. But the people, our community, we must remain a community. Doesn't mean you can't argue with friends. Ah, I like Trump. I like DeSantis. I like this. I like that. Doesn't mean you can't have a good spirited debate. Doesn't mean that. But I promise you, once this whole primary debate is over, these people doesn't feel like it sometimes. They're still your people who have the same vision for America you have. Do not allow a heated primary, which is good. Remember, it's good. Good. They should be throwing poop at each other, the candidates. A heated primary is good, but don't allow it to poison the well for you on our own people, anti-communists. If you are a Trump supporter, the DeSantis supporters are not your enemy, and if you think they are, you're stupid. 
And if you're a DeSantis supporter, the Trump supporters are not your enemy. And if you think they are, you're stupid. You're caught up in the moment. You just need to take a breath. Once the primary's over, everyone who lost will lick their wounds, and the winners will probably spike the football for a couple days, and then we got to go back to the task at hand. All right? I don't care about the candidates themselves. I care about you. Let's not make permanent enemies because of a friggin' primary and two guys running for president. Now, here's what you need. You need a shower, all right? If you're feeling that way, if you're getting all upset, what you need is a shower, and then you need to get out and wrap yourself in the wonderful my towels. Because when you do that, life is just better. That little moment in between when you turn the shower off and when you get your towel, it's miserable, isn't it? You were just warm and feeling good. And then you have that brief moment and you grab your towel and that towel feeling should be wonderful. So why do you have garbage towels? My pillow created my towels. They not only absorb the water, they're soft. No towel does both, but my towels do. Right now, 50% in savings. As low as $29.98 for a six-piece set. For 20 bucks more, you upgrade to the premium line. But you can't get any of that unless you go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square and use the promo code JESSE. MyPillow.com, Radio Listener Special Square, promo code JESSE. Or if you're behind the wheel, just call them. 800-845-0544. A whole hour. Biden's job approval, making fun of the rock and emails. Next. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.